Welcome back, junkers, flunkers, and midnight clunkers to another rousing recycled episode of Cosmic Crit and the conclusion of the mini-adventure of Junkers Delight. This is your JM here, your junk master in charge, Patrick, and I'm happy once more to invite to the table my five crunkiest Hotlanta and beyond friends, Miles, Tyler, Rebecca, Drew, and Jabert. Welcome back, everybody. Jabert is the crunkiest and Tyler is the dunkiest. Uh, Tyler is also the space cowboy. Some Mm. call him the gangster of love. Some people call him. Some people call me Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) Those people don't know my name is Tyler. (laughs) Yeah, they're jerks. Um, (laughs) You know, I was actually, it it, it was funny knowing that we were coming up on on the end of this. I was thinking about our last session. And the session before that with all my roles and I was, and then my brain kicked off. I was like, Hey, remember when you played this character for the first time and rolled a natural 20 on the first attack and you were like, Oh yeah, this one's going to be a good, good omens. It's not gone well since <laughs> the dice roll. Nope. Not I, I peaked. Essentially this character just peaked immediately. Yeah. You want to, you want to start off rolling gr- low. The and graph has just, yeah. yeah, the, uh, the sky is the limit once you roll yeah. natural one. Javi's Javi's ability is a lot like the sell price for Squid Coin or whatever. <laughs> There's a modern reference no one will care about. Yeah, the time this comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, we do have a heck of a finale here, an episode ten finale. Are you guys ready to dive into it? Write this coda along with me and finish up Junker's Delight. Sure. I suppose we coda. Tentatively. And I that talked over Jabert's joke, which is a shame. It's oh, just a shame. It was a real winner. <laughs> what did you did you say? No, it was it was just it was trash. <laughs> did you say Coda Cola? <laughs> I, I said I, I guess we I said I guess we coda. Oh boy! That's, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> circled back for that one. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone, someone put the crickets in. I'm yeah. not the only one that makes bad jokes. I'm not right, the only exactly. one. <laughs> and Drew wants to make sure that I, one gets on the gets I on the record. I made, a, <laughs> I, I made a joke so bad in like the other in like the one of the DMRNCs that I edited that I added a laugh track into my own joke because I was like. <laughs> I'm going to feel better about this one way or the other. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. So we are diving back in. But as with all these episodes, this week doesn't start in the stellar flare, but inside instead a looping memory of failure and mistakes, foibles, if you will, in the murky depths of a nearly unconscious vision. We see a couple of blurry eyes looking up through the darkness to the twinkling of lights and the distant past suns and other systems and a a woman's face appear amongst them standing over Javi hovering in his field of vision. You you have the taste of, of blood in your mouth, the sting of salt in your eyes, dirt in every orifice, your neck hotter than it's ever been though. Your mantle of fiery hair, a cold blue, the ringing in your your ears makes it hard, but you hear hear some words. Maybe you don't quite understand them, but you eventually can make out. You know, he's gone. Uh, too bad. I'll I'll miss him. There was something she said before that, but what she said, you are unsure. Visions of the duel to the death flash before your eyes. 
a fight with one of the people you considered closest to yourself, becoming willing to kill you at the drop of a hat. The scene changes once more, and, and again, you're out in the desert, collapse before the images of the fire serpent, and then back in the fight with the Thassaran Kefak with the bloody wounds, and your allies down to standing up, steadying yourself with the gun barrel, and then finally back at the fight with Bomb Guzzle and Ashala, down for the count, nearly dead, but something inside you doesn't allow you to stay down forever. There is a, a voice in Javi's head, and you realize it's the voice of Tez, her familiar yet oddly strange voice that was once music to your ears she indeed says something to you each each time you're down in the dirt and and you can't put the words in your mouth but your heart seems to it seems to hear them quite well uh, we cut to a nearly dead hobby picking himself up over and over again dusting off a dirty poncho tapping out the barrel of his gun on his boots and wiping blood across uh, smeared cheeks of of dirt and gunpowder loading up another cartridge and then once more we're back the cold interior of the stellar flare uh, again loading a cartridge into your your gun uh, your teammates around you and you can hear these massive footsteps echoing through the the southern compartments of the stellar flare as the leader of the true warrior gang makes his way in your guys's direction Javier, are you are you ready for a fight and perhaps ready to face Tez once more? Yeah, I mean, Javi's whole getting back—I mean, this is—it has sustained him every time he has picked himself up and he's heard this voice. He believes that he is destined for this, this, this reunion, this rematch. Mm. That it is what is you know that he is essentially almost. Uh, other like otherworldly moving forward like almost indomitable in the sense that like yeah he i mean he gets knocked down all the time but he will always get back up and that he's going to keep doing so until he he gets closure or he he gets this this feeling released by this this confrontation with with his old partner and so knowing that you know this this fight is a direct way to get one step closer is got him on edge as much as possible and you know his his blue hair is just you know flickering and and uh you know excitedly and he's been taunting the taunting these foes down the hallway as he is looking forward to this fight maybe more so than any of the other ones we've come up against so far maybe sensing the, the state you're in very will come up to, to you, but um, kind of talking to everyone, she says, you know, be careful. Uh, I, I've seen you all take on bad odds before and survive, but this this seems different. The, every time, though, you all seem to work together and, and, and you made it through. Don't 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 forget. I'm back here. I'm going to go hide behind uh, uh, this huge desk, but you've got this. Housing speech. Uh, it, it, you can hear, yeah, these footsteps drawing closer and closer. Very, very loud. Is this a, a shoot first, ask questions later situation when, when you can see them? Or you, do you want to uh, talk first when they come within range? Already, I mean, Javi already kind of said all of his 
pace through the comm unit. You know, I mean, they they kind of that was the last conversation was, you know, oh, you should you should give up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Javi was pretty clear that nah, nah, that's not how this is going to go down. So he wants to make waves with with these people, the the true warriors. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no no quarter he really wants to give. So yeah, Javi's just looking for an excuse to shoot somebody. Well, and we've faced them before. I mean, we know, it, I mean, it's not like they were friendly before. Like, what are the chances that they're going to have changed at all? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you got a couple of people just like standing in the doorway and not a, a great, great view for, for everyone. I didn't know if you wanted to, to start there or let them into the, the room or... Javi wants to get the because my gun doesn't have a very long range. I gotta mm-hmm. be kind of close. So uh, Javi wants to. I've positioned him up as far as I can because he wants to be the first thing that people see, and he wants to be able to get shots off before maybe maybe backing up somewhere else. Uh, right. So you you hear another one of the the traps go off. And the footsteps still coming. Um, you know, it sounds like dozens of cartridges of a certain Atari game being shot into a wall. There are no anguished cries here. Instead, just a few seconds later, there's these massive footsteps and you, you hear that voice now not calling out over comms, but just down the hallway. The Trulo's voice saying, is this the trash? You all have been hiding in this rust bucket. I don't believe you all are going to make a, a a very big challenge for me. Why don't you just come out now and make it easier for yourselves? We don't waste time on those who are too stupid to figure out a hallway. You find us, we'll kill you. If uh, indeed you are in a, a shooty mood, uh, let's roll into the initiative turn order. Oh, a shooty moody. I'm going to be very upset if this guy has like some charge abilities and a lot of movement speed. <laughs> I'm not even going to get a shot off before he's on top of me. Woo-hoo. Okay. Well, Low rolls so far. You guys haven't done great on the initiative. I'm not going to not yeah. going to lie to you here. Come on, Patrick. Join us. <laughs> Join us. Join us at the bottom. So... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, first things first in the turn order, you hear these massive footsteps banging through the hallways and uh, popping his head down underneath the the huge doors leading into the, the clean room is this character. Let me show you guys hopefully who we're dealing with here. He's a, a tall, about 12 foot tall, four-armed alien creature uh, holding a couple of flame doshkos and what looks like a, a giant energy bowcaster. That's uh, not you, great. <laughs> you might know this this alien race as uh, the Shobod. How is he dual-wielding a two-armed weapon, a two-handed Shobod. weapon? Shobod. <laughs> how is that possible? Yeah, because he's real cool, and he you know steps right up here into the uh, the clean room on the other side of the door, and says, "You know, wow, oh well, you don't look like much, but wait a minute, is that Earl Demonio Verde? <laughs> the mas- it is the masochist orc in Morrow, 
the the macho man orc. I've seen you fight before. Do you want an autograph? I wasn't impressed. <gasps> You're dealing with me. You're about to go toe to toe with me, Detrudo, the ultimate true warrior. Ooh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna squeeze it like a, a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> really? Is that what you got? El Demonia will take you down Know Your Roll Boulevard, which is on the corner of Jabroni Drive, and check you in directly to the SmackDown Hotel. Let's get it on. I'm gonna use your bones like toothpicks, little orc. I'm gonna pick your friends out of my molars. Uh, I, I think that you both within range, both Javi and, and El Demonia Verde. I think he's got to go for El Demonio first with a, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's moved right up to you guys. So it's going to be a melee attack with the old flame Doshko. It is only an eight on the dice. What is your, is this, this is just energy, right? Just fire damage. So what is your EAC? 17. 17. That is going to be a hit slashing at you for 14 points of fire damage. Okay. And that is, that is his whole turn. I'll put him in the turn order. And next in the turn order is Albion's 20 with you. All right. Do I hear any other, any other rude folks running up the hallway behind him or? I mean, you, you really could just hear his massive footsteps. If there is someone behind them, they at least weren't making as much noise as him. All right. I'm going to use my last, my last spell. Oh, my. my or sorry, my last, well, my last level one spell, but practically my last spell of the game, of the, of the campaign. Make it count. And I'm going to need him to make a will save. Ooh, we'll save. Ooh, let's roll it up. Natural 20. Mother pronker. Oh my god. Okay, well bye. <laughs> Jabron, all right, well, that's so all upset. that's all I had. That's all I had. That's all I had for the whole day. So see you later. Oh four, four more junk roof. <laughs> more more junk barriers. <laughs> Jabert left. Jabert left the Zoom call. He's like, "All right, you guys are on your own. I'll, I'll just delete his <sighs> character from uh, yeah. from Roll Twenty. You know? Oh, oh Jabert, welcome back. Uh, oh my God, I've looked up my initiative like eight times, but I keep forgetting to type it in. All right, yes, he is at the top with three. Uh, any move action, Jabert? Uh, lay down and die. <laughs> lay down in a ditch. <laughs> Okay. What a clutch natural 20 by Patrick, though. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. For real. I was casting incompetence. I was going to make him unable to use his Doshkos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, oh. he'd still be able to use him just like at a massive negative, right? Yeah, like a minus six to hit. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's no good. But, you know, that's... I mean, damn, damn it's, it's like the only good, it's like the only good level one spell. I mean, I know we were, we were all like, whoa, junk shards, but like, that's not that good. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's it, I mean, anything that's reflex based is, is really, yeah. it's, it's like, it's fine. Interest. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's all right. It's fine for like a, for like a twice per day ability, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me just double check here on my rolls. I believe. 
Next in the turn order is Jewel. Jewel can't see anything though, right? Because he's on the other side of a closed door right now. Nope, door's very much open. Oh, it is open. Yeah, so do he, I have line of sight me. then? Yeah, he just stepped. Can, can just you not stepped. see him uh, here in the the next room in the uh, clean room? Yeah, I just didn't know that the door was open. Okay, so mm-hmm. but it, so can I see him from where I am? I think I'm behind like a barricade right now. Yep, yep. You can shoot over it easy enough. Okay. In that case, I will have Jewel and Piston each take a shot. Oh gosh, I don't have my... All right, here goes Jewel first. It's a 19 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Oh, good. Five damage, electricity. Okay, yeah, you, you shock him. He's like, rah, rah, <laughs> is what he says. Exactly, <laughs> those words. And then Piston is going to take a shot with its arc pistol for a 22 to hit. So that does six electricity damage. Oh, my. Start off pretty strong here. Okay, that will take us to Javi. This guy has reach. What a pain in the butt. He's a tall boy, that's for sure. I can't I can't shoot twice in this state. Hmm. I guess I will step back and have you make a reflex save. I'm gonna try my overheat ability. <gasps> what? Yay! You're, you're blasting out. It's not gonna, out do, it's not gonna do a, it's not gonna do a lot, so don't you worry about it. <laughs> reflex we'll, save. We'll do it. We'll do it. Two on the dice. Oh, well, you failed that, so you're gonna take all of this. 15 feet, right? Yep. Bop, bop, bop. Okay, good. Just want to make sure you were actually in range. Come on, 2d8. Show me not bad. Okay, you're taking 10 points. And fire. Yeah, it's it's not bad at all. And I'm actually going to change which way I stepped really quick. And that will be it. Alrighty. You hear someone running into the clean room right next to Detrulo. Oop, uh, who looks like a, a gang member, uh, a a tough of the gang, maybe like a lieutenant. And he's not in melee range, so he's got a pistol out. And just as my laser pistol is going to shoot into the room at Javi. But a five on the dice, that is. Get out of here. That is a miss. And next in the turn order is El Demonio. So I guess El Demonio is going to guard step up so that he can hopefully return the favor. You, you pretty much have to step here if you want to get into the, the door frame to here. Yeah. Yeah. To attack. Okay. I guess you could probably attack him from the the side there. But I don't know. Do you want to try to let him in the room? Because he probably would be able to very easily if you gave him like 10 feet of space in the door. Yeah, but then I won't be able to do anything. Well, I, I, I would say you can attack from here. Oh, I can attack, attack from here? But he would be able to move further inside very easily. Oh, I mean, you mean from if I was attached from right here? Yeah, so that's okay. kind of like on the yeah, outside yeah. of the, the that, door. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. And try for Entropic Strike. That's a 10 on the dice. That's not going to do it. Against EAC, unfortunately, no. Okay. And that is going to bring us to... Uh, I think this might be a good time to remind that I think most of us have level rerolls, right? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no? Do we use them all? A lot of people have used them. Yes. Oh, against the energy creature. A great deal of them have been used. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mine has. I thought we still had them. 
Never mind. This would be a terrible time to remind us that we don't have that. Do we have any left at all? Or is, are we all out? We don't know. Okay. I don't think anybody does, to be to be honest. Um, right. And another figure moves in behind the very large Detrulo. You see the uh, lithe figure holding a sword made out of what looks like pure energy step up behind the huge Shobad Javi and perhaps locks eyes with you in the room as she stabs her boss with a healing serum. Wish you hadn't finished that sentence. What 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 what, what kind of healing? Yeah, yeah, stabs her boss. Woo! With a healing serum. Oh, pronk. Oh, great. It's it's a mark one, so let's not get too excited. Oh, great. Yeah! and why did I roll that in for me? I just made that secret. Uh, is a Feldspar <laughs> serum is a child's <laughs> chewable. Uh, Feldspar serum would have done easily five times that. Oh, so I get back five hit points. No, Got it. But you didn't use a Feldspar. <laughs> you, you, one. You used a bootleg. Uh, uh, mixer. Drew, speaking of you, you are next in the turn order. Can Mixer see from the from from where he is the the uh, the boss man? Yeah, I I think so. I think perhaps maybe he has a little bit of cover because you're you're shooting through a couple of things here. If, if you want to move kind of forward or maybe between Albion's and and Jewel, you'd have a yeah, direct let's, shot. Let's just give uh, let's give him uh, a, a huge target for some multi of a factor attack that he's got. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're gonna come up here. We're gonna shoot with the uh, cast eject and we're going to load in a toxicology inhibitor. All right. It's a 19 to hit against KAC. That is a hit. Yes. Uh, so that's eight <laughs> points of damage. Now I need you to make max so a, will, a will save. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. A fortitude save. All right, he's not looking good after he takes this giant dart here. And I'm sorry, a fortitude? Fortitude. Natural three on the dice. Here's my my time to roll poorly. That is a fail. So he's taking... Um, uh, so uh, so he is sickened. Mm. That's nice. I wish I could just throw emojis on the, the tokens here in roll 20. <laughs> have a like a puking green face emoji uh, on him uh, uh, excellent okay so he takes that and is like get them that is all of turn one as we go back to the Shobad the Trulo at the top of the turn order and can't really move forward too too much without provoking an attack of opportunity from El Demonio Let's see. Let's see what he would do in this situation. Yeah, I think he's he's gonna rock. He's gonna kind of guarded step forward a bit to get right in the door frame next to you, Miles. Next, El Demonio, and we'll make another attack with the Ember Flame Doshku. Ooh, fourteen on the dice. Even with the minus two, that is another hit. Fwa. For another 14 points of fire damage. How is El hey. Demonio? I mean, he's still up. Is he in HP damage yet? Is he is he hurting? Is he on fire? He's hurting. 
Uh, that's his entire turn, though. Just first. like this campaign. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the campaign is already new miles. So what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you haven't you haven't quit the Zoom call yet, so you're still doing fine, Jabert. Speaking of, oh, you, give 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 me time. <laughs> what you got, Jabert? Yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty of time, Patrick. We've only just started. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna shoot with my pulse caster pistol. Welcome to the rest of the campaign, everybody. We pew <laughs> two attacks because he lives dangerously. Yeah, because I got nothing else to lose. Yeah, that's why you roll twice. Yeah, because <laughs> threes are bogus. You yeah, know what's I, better? I, I agree. I've rolled a couple tonight. Yeah. Ooh. Twelve to hit. Um, second doesn't do anything for armor, unfortunately, so that is a miss. Well, okay. Two shots down. Jewel, we're back to you. You've you hit twice last turn and definitely put a hurtin' on the Chulo. You've got, well, there's there's other targets now. They are still behind the boss man. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm, I mean, Jewel can really only see this big guy who's right in the doorway. So I think she and Piston are going to keep uh, shooting at him. All right, so Jewel goes first. Oh, that's only an 11 to hit. see. Goodness, that's a miss. And Piston... Ooh, ooh. The 20 to hit, so six damage on that one. Rolled past a 19, rolled past a one. I was like, where's it going to land? Uh, yeah, six more electricity damage on him. He is mm-hmm. he is hurting pretty bad after three shots from, from the jewel camp. Javi, we're on to you. He's moved back within 10-foot range. You can make an attack of opportunity against me, Patrick. I'm going to shoot you twice. Oh, my goodness gracious. Let's get that attack. Oh, opportunity first. Flamdosh. A 16 on the dice. That's a hit. Oh. And rocks for damage all night long. 15 points of fire damage. It just doesn't look like all of your damage goes through. <laughs> you just don't seem to be hurting, Javi, how you should be. <laughs> I still think that's a pretty good hit max damage on the flame. I just, I just, Javi just noms it up. <laughs> it, it, in fact, it just, it adds, it just looks like his hair just absorbs the flame straight off of your uh, doshka. <laughs> you don't have energy resistance 15. It still hurt you. I know it did. Uh, two shots coming his way two shots coming your way oh no i didn't have them queued up for disappointment like i have the last few sessions but the first one is a disappointing miss yeah eight on the dice the not gonna second do it. one the second one has so much potential behind it you have no idea no, why would you hype it up like that? Oh, you Because it's an 18 know. on the die. Oh, minimum damage. True minimum damage. <laughs> but it's still a hit, and it uh, doesn't look like he's got anything to soak that one up. Blam. Uh, nearly point blank shot ripping through his armor. He goes, Argh. That is going to lead us to this guy, this this tough warrior here. Eldemonia, if you want to make an attack of opportunity, you can because he is going to move forward. Yes. And he's going to get right up in Javi's face. Oh, so close to a natural 20. My entry points, they just add, they just add to attacks, right? I think your armor or energy. Um, but uh, you've got a 11 on EAC, and that is a hit still. So 
All right, so I think, let me double check, because I think I can add my entropy points to the attack. To what, damage? Yes, damage. <laughs> double check just in case. Let's see. So it's a um, looks like move action to boost weapon. Damage. Yeah, you gotta do it before you. Yeah, hit. but if you want to do that now for your next attack, you con for sure. Uh, so that's that's that is six points of damage. Okay, he's looking pretty beat up too. This guy that's just walked in, but he still makes it through and is going to throw a punch like a haymaker at Javi. Oh. Uh, 14 on the dice is going to be a, a hit. It's just some bludgeoning damage coming your way. Almost minimum. Six points of bludgeoning. And that is his full turn. Uh, El Demonio, we're back to you. All right. So. Oh, yeah, that was that was your attack of opportunity. So on, on your turn here, you can take the move action to spend an entropic point. Yes. And I am going to do that. To as I add plus one of my damage, I think. Uh, yeah, so you can, you can expend how many EP you want to. Oh, one d four, I think, and then it adds one d four for every. EP. Okay. So at this point, you have at least two because you got hit by. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna keep two. one because if I keep one untrapped point, I get the AC plus boost. one to my AC. Okay, so go ahead and make that strike against the big man. That's a 17 to hit. Against EAC, that is a hit. Oh, so a total no, of seven. No, 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 you, no, you, no. You typed in one oh. S4. Just, just <laughs> cl- click on the left-hand side and, and roll a D4. Okay. So glad we took the time. Yeah. He's he's so hurt, but he's still up after uh, seven points. Seven points on, on the boss man. On Detrulo. Yeah, you're putting a hurt on him, but I think... <laughs> He's put a hurt on me too, so I don't want <laughs> Jules put the most damage on him so far. Okay, that is El Demonio bringing us to Tez, who, before I use her attack of opportunity, um, I think she's got to move forward. Uh, right, so she moves straight through the, the middle of the room here, and I need everybody except El Demonio to make a reflex save as you see her sword glowing brighter and brighter as she moves through until it explodes in a massive fire, a shower of of sparks and heat energy and a little thing we like to call supernova. Not the turntables. It ain't been three turns. How's she supernova already? Wait, actually, actually... I do get an attack of opportunity. Uh, I have reactive, and once per day, I can take an additional reaction during a single round. Look at that. What an ability. I forget this is a thing. Oh, there you get a third level. Yep. I didn't know this, and she's getting hit. Go right ahead. Well, we'll, 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 we'll see. <laughs> Break it count, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Five on the dice. It yeah, just she, it just stays on that twenty for like a split second, and then just immediately just pops over to something else. Uh, she sneaks by. It looks like we've got our reflex saves made up here. Except, do you need to roll? You need to roll one for piston as well, Rebecca. Right? Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about piston. 
Piston did much better than Jules did. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Jules is the only one that's failed here. Everyone else has succeeded. And some fire damage coming your way. I don't think Hobby's going to oh, care too much. But it is fire much. damage, right? Yes, and it is 15 points. So if uh, everyone that saved is taken seven. All right, it's definitely so. 10 for me. <laughs> Barely touching a Javi, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> as she yeah, comes it forward just doesn't look uh, like you're doing as much damage as you can. <laughs> Sorry, what was the DC on that? I mean, you, you've made it here, right? You made uh, 16? 16, yeah. The only fail was a 12. And that is, that is her turn as we're on to Mixer. Oops, excuse me. Whew, all right. A lot, more, a lot of more targets here. Can I use my uh, special biohacker ability to scan Tez? Yeah, so if you want to do a life science and, and try and figure out what she's got going on, she is indeed a... a Kilki, a native Akatonian human. So she's got the red skin and stuff, but yeah, also a Salarian of some sort. It's an 18. Um, I think that's enough for one piece of information here. What would you like to know? Well, we know one special attack. I don't know. Do you guys want to know resistances? Do you guys want to know other attacks? Resistances. Have any? But it's good to know. Yeah, probably. How about how about EAC? Can I get EAC? EAC is 14. Okay. All right. Well, now uh, Mixer is going to shoot her. I'm going to load another toxicology inhibitor into the cast eject. And uh, pop, pop. Here we go. Ooh, it's there's a 20 to hit. That is a hit. For uh, six points of damage. Six points of damage. And she needs to make a fortitude save. Okay, she... Uh, good fort, good forts. Let's get a good roll to go with the good forts. Oh! Yeah, 13 on the dice. She is saved. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Okay, oh no, we're back to Detrulo. And he's got Javi, he's got El Demonio in his range. He's just going to guard his up a little closer into the room. And make a, a single strike at our friend El Demonio. El Demonio Verde. Oh, oh no. Oh, it rolled right past the 20 to the two on the dice. That I wish we mess. still had the toot toot kaboom sound effect handy. Kaboom. Toot kaboom. It's, it's, you have to do a sad one when I roll it, though. Toot toot kaboom. That is his whole turn. Jabert Ilbians, back to you. You've got a, a little singe. <laughs> uh, a little fire that got past your your barricade here. What'd you care to do? Indeed, I'm going to. Let's see. Anything? Anything exciting? No, nothing exciting. Uh, no, I'm gonna uh, take this guy. This guy doesn't. This guy's just got a sword, regular looking sword, right? I mean, a, a laser, a regular looking laser sword, right? <laughs> regular Salarian looking sword doesn't look like she can necessarily reach you where you're at. Perfect. I shoot twice from behind my barricade <laughs> at the Salarian. Just imagine the little gun floating in front of the brain going pew pew. Pew 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 pew. Oh, that's not a little pew pew. 17 to hit. That's a hit. Four points of damage. Ooh, you blaster. Oh, blasting. So I pulled out my blaster. Oh. Uh, only a 12. Uh, 12 against EAC is a miss. Well, we've already discovered her EAC. So, yes, definitely. Okay. Jewel, on to you. 
Jewel will yell out to Piston, who is far too close to this very dangerous Solarian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, in, within uh, range. Yeah, and say, Piston, save yourself. Get get behind me. I, I think every time that I speak for Jewel, her accent <laughs> changes. Um, all right, she- Get thee behind me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Piston moves like five feet behind uh, Jewel. They are each going to take a shot. All right, so Jewel, a 20 to hit for four electricity damage. Uh, against Tez? Oh, yeah, against the Solarian, because she's, okay. she's dangerous. Alrighty. And then Piston. Oh, only a 10. Thank goodness, thank goodness. Javi, on to you. You've got the Trulo on you. You've got Tez nearby. What would you like to do? Oh, that's a great question. 15 feet. Okay. I'm taking a guarded step back so I can shoot the Trujillo. Shoot the big guy first. Deal with Tez later. Maybe maybe Javi would shout out something along the lines like, I want her alive. She's got to answer some questions. And then he'll go ahead and shoot the Trujillo, though. He doesn't care if he's alive or not. <laughs> Hit you. Ha ha. Against KAC, what'd you hit? So I hope I hit 17. Oh, 17's a hit. Oh, I got scared there for a second because I forgot I wasn't doing easy. <laughs> uh, nine points of damage. And that is enough for our good friend El Demonio on the other side to get sprayed with Showbad blood as the massive Showbad uh, drops his his weapons and, and falls to the ground dying <laughs> one gang leader down we still got a couple of folks here in the fight and one of them is this tough who is instead of punching i think we're gonna make a couple of shots first one at javi and then we'll hit someone maybe mixer maybe mixer Natural one. All right, good. Good start there. So that's why we attack twice, folks. 15 on the second one, Mixer. You're, you're the lucky um, lucky target getting hit. I, I guess I should. D- did you upgrade your armor class no. at all? Yeah. All right. That's definitely a hit. Bam. Esmond laser pistol. For not a ton of damage. What are you? Three points of fire damage. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel no. better. I feel better now. <laughs> yeah, I know. A, a laser pistol. Then we are going to El Demonio. Your big bad has been taken down here. (laughs) The weapons clattering at your feet. Uh, What would you like to do? Well, let's see. Uh, I guess I'm going to help help out with yeah, Tez. You've got a tough lieutenant. I'm going to take Tez out here real quick. Ooh, okay, that's That's not Tez. Oh, that's tough. Sorry, let me let me show you the art here for for Tess. That's pretty cool. Shaw. Yeah, her it's hard to see. Her blade is white, like her hair. Neat. I'm sorry, did uh, you want to move to her? No. Okay. We're taking on the lieutenant. Yeah, the lieutenant. And I'm going to Tropic Strike. That's an 18 yeah. on the dice. And that is enough to take him out. All right. Skapoosh. His head pops like a pumpkin the day after Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are recording this today after Halloween. It's too apt. It's too apt. Uh, okay. That is your turn, and we're back to Tez. 
No, don't worry about this. D6 roll as she is going to uh, step up to Javi and bring bring the funk, bring the pain as uh, she puts you against some some cover. Yeah, she seems unbridled in, in her attacks here, going kind of all out, swinging her her sword, just kind of grunting, just like, yeah! Solar weapon coming at you, Tyler. Oh, no, come on, game. Oh, it really lingered on the 20, but once more, rolled to the two. Another two for me. That is a miss. And What's the matter, Tess? You look rusty. <laughs> Mixer, on to you, sir. Mixer's going to shoot again, but this time, uh, actually, you know what? We're going to play things a little, uh, a little close to the vest. He is going to move down, and while he's moving down, he's going to pull out his uh, needler. Mm-hmm. You're a stock. Yes, but because he's still got something else in his hand, he can't load uh, anything into it. So he's just going to take a take a swing with the with the needler. All right. Uh, I think you are flanking with Javi because you can use your your weapon as a melee weapon here. Yeah, I, I can indeed pistol whip. All right. Flanking and ooh, that's a 25 that's to a hit. <laughs> that is a super hit. 19 on the dice. Or, uh, oh my goodness! Gracious. Ten points of damage. Does that That's mean a, double damage or a lot of damage? No, not, not double damage. Double damage, but, but the, the yeah, the critical injection DC, back. which would be great if I had had a, a free hand to load anything into the SDL. yeah max max damage though. Still doing all right. It's still a good one. She is bloodied after that hit. You come up, stab her, and she's like, ah, yeah. That is turn two. Elbion's back to you. Is that, that turn three? That was turn three. Turn four. Turn four. I am definitely going to hit with my gun this time. We believe. No, a 12. <laughs> and uh, that was one of two attacks, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yay. 14. That is a hit. Uh-huh. Max damage. Five points of non-needful damage. 20. Eat it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She's still, still hurting as she gets another shot to the back. Uh, Jewel, to you. All right. Jewel's going to take a step back, uh, stand sort of next to Piston, and each of them will take a shot. That's kind of what I do. Oh, oh that's <laughs> only an eight. Oh, no. Not going to do it. All right. Let's see what Piston does. It's a 20. So four electricity damage. All righty. She is still up, still taking taking shots from everyone here. A, a needler in the back. Javi, she's looking at you, you know, breathing raggedly. You see blood trickling down the side of her mouth. She's right in front of you still with that sword ready. What would what would you like to do? You may make an attack of opportunity. Oh my goodness. Can I not roll a natural two? <laughs> let's let's go. Oh, 15 on the dice. I've hit. I finally hit. Yay. Not hit with her sword yet, so let me look up her damage. Of course, it's a D6. 2 6 plus something. 10 points of it's not, it's no slashing damage. Slashing. Okay, that was, that was be my next question. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I'm going to shoot. shoot you. Shooting point blank, single attack, or point, double? Point blank, single attack. Oh, I've... I've oh the damage, 
Oh, oh no. It's a, sweet, it's a, sweet damage. A miss with max damage roll. Oh, oh yeah, your shot goes wide. She parries it with that blade. And I then Fury. You're gonna you see Javi kind of duck and dodge over to where Detrulo has fallen, and you see him start to pick up the giant heavy bolt caster. <laughs> and just see you, you see him like drop to a knee and he grabs it and he's like he pivots over with this massive thing as he's aiming it right towards Tez. Oh my El Demonio Verde, will we get there? Alright, so I can't <laughs> uh, I can't flank with Drew, can I? Um, yes, you can. You, I can. You one hundred percent can't. I got a needler got out. His, I got a sword. A stock dagger. All right, cool. Then I'm All gonna right. go to the other side. Tests. All right, moving right where Javi was to get the old flanker Rooney, and I am going to charge my. Oh, that takes a move action, doesn't it? So I can't do that. Um, All right, then I'm gonna do my truck strike. Uppercut. Oh, it was a one. That's a hit though. Eighteen to hit for eight points of. Bludgeoning damage. And pile drive her, you do. <laughs> Back behind into the junk barricade, and she goes down. The yes! sickening, sickening crack. So, yeah. so gang, just, just a little table talk right here. Is there another shoe that's about to drop right now? A hundred percent. This seems <laughs> this seemed really like we had some good rolls, but I'm a little nervous about what might be about to go down. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna die in about five minutes well i mean there's no one else coming through the door right now and after you guys laboriously let out a, a couple of mouthfuls of of blood catch your breath it sounds silent in the stellar flare i until very 13 turns on us i think that's coming <laughs> she comes right up she like oh, lifts jewel up on a she sword hasn't helped wow. us a single time in combat it's getting a little <laughs> sus i don't yeah. know what you want Everyone's me to do wait Rebecca. if the combat's if the combat's over can i take a 10 minute rest <laughs> i mean yeah you can just javi's gonna pop us pop a squat cool javi's gonna walk over with the big bolt caster and he's gonna look at mixer and say uh give me a healing serum coming right up and he's gonna <laughs> like hear like a shaker. He's gonna <laughs> stab it into. Uh, well, he'll I guess he'll bind Tess first, and then mm. stab it into stab it into her. Yeah, I, I mean, am going to uh, use a resolve point and also repair my drone while I'm resting. Uh, sure, uh, same. But let me but let me get of, uh, to you know drone med, stuff, Madame Tez here because I mean you you can stab her with that, and all of a sudden the the life kind of floods back into her her eyes for for the briefest of moments but i mean she looks broken there on the ground she's not lifting any limbs and you see her trying to talk but just blood comes up just she's just coughing it up kind of mouthing something at you as she she locks eyes with you tyler she is she is beyond healing here looks like she is on the way out avi will just like fr- frustrated that she's obviously past saving will like grab her and kind of with two hands and be like you knew I wasn't you knew I wasn't dead why'd you save me out there answer me Tess I mean she can't say anything uh there's there's something trying to come out of her her throat but is definitely filled filled to the brim with blood but you see her mouthing these words and it, it triggers a, a memory back in you. The last time 
when she stood over your your body it's the same word she whispered to you back then and you can hear it now in her, her low throaty voice as she said to you uh sorry i couldn't kill you just stay down and you may live to see tomorrow she falls unconscious for the the last time here unable to to really say goodbye but you realize she might have done it years ago i think javi will just like fall back on his on his haunches maybe sit down cross-legged and just kind of put his head into his hands looking pretty sad very 13 will come up to comfort you a little bit and not stab you in the back she's a a wonderful nice lady uh but she'll you know rest a hand on you in a very empathetic move but she doesn't quite i don't think she knows maybe your history with with tez she's like i i'm i'm sorry you you had to kill them but it, it was them or us um i i will go tell Merck and kesh we we survived it uh, perhaps they can help us clear this place until we can return with a research team and and i'll tell riddle i'll, I'll make a, a calm call and, and tell her that we survived yeah yeah be good so you guys resting up resting up healing up our drones and uh maybe maybe spending some time wrapping some wounds up but i will fast forward a bit as you get can exit the the stellar flare after you know 10 20 30 minutes no one else has come and as you walk through the the hallways again uh you see like 12 other dead members of the the gang of the true warriors there were a lot more fights you are correct <laughs> you are correct and in, in waiting for the the shoe to drop this was wave three uh of three <laughs> and, and your traps just got everybody you placed them in, in pretty good spots so the first group goes up through the right side the second group goes up through the right left side and yeah so you're you're going through you know collecting weapons uh, and, any decent uh, armor on any of these cats patrick <laughs> the end of the it's the end of the EP, Drew. It's over. I'm not sure that no. we're not gonna have to fight something else, Tyler. <laughs> no, let's take a five minute break. I'm just gonna go through all the armor that everyone has. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, Lashunda Ringwear. Hey. Uh, no, yeah, you guys can make it outside and get to Merc and Cash. You know, maybe a little bewildered that you you survived and, and took out the entire gang <laughs> by yourself. But yeah, they. Uh, as soon as you get out and you know they, they see you're alive all of you they're like oh uh, Merc says what what happened here we we watched like 15 true warriors walk inside how are you guys alive <laughs> seems kind of improbable then pay their tab you indeed have survived my excited friend here means to say we are we are happy to see you on on my oath now as as co-keeper of the midzone I would like to say that this shall be the last violence this land sees. This area will be a, a place of peace. Uh, Merc asks, you know, what's it like inside? Did you bring her back any souvenirs, that kind of thing? I don't know. Did we? 
did anyone think to? No, I don't think I don't think you're nice uh, friends and, to the goblins. And y'all didn't want to pick up all the armor off of the the dead bodies <laughs> on the way out. Unbelievable, <laughs> Drew. You've got one suit of Lashunta Ringwear. Do you want to gift it to her? You know, sure. <laughs> Here you go. Knock your heart out, Merc. Um, uh, can I bring back a keychain that says Mark instead of Merc? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Merc with a an I and a C instead of a U and a K. It's like <laughs> they they never have the right Merc. <laughs> My son uh, yeah. is also named Bort. As you guys are are chatting, of course, you know, excited to have survived. Definitely letting your guard down here. There is indeed a high pitched whine as a massive bolt of of plasma rips through the air above your heads, hitting the the door of the stellar flare behind you. We're back in. Initiative turn order. No, as as you turn, you see high on the the hillock of broken starships to the west, a lone figure standing with his back to the setting sun, outlined in a, a fiery corona of the dying embers of the day. And, and uh, Merc looks up and is like, "Oh no, I, I totally forgot about him. It's the prospector. I forgot he was here." Oh, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> As you perhaps get your weapons ready, this this solitary figure trundles down out of the blinding sunset, and you see a grizzled-looking, maybe sun-bleached vest holding oh, what looks to be a, a magical long spear. This is none other than uh, a known figure to us, one Edros Veronis, wandering the wastes looking fairly <laughs> fairly dehydrated <laughs> hey Tyler you play two characters go oh gosh Wait, what was it that Jabert did just had them to talk to each other yeah uh, it's great he comes he <laughs> comes like trund- he comes t- trundling down the uh, junk and he, he says alright all right, I will forgive any theft of property or whoever set off my mine if I had have some like Eoxian black milk what do you have? I will take anything you have. It has well, been days since I have drank. I got lost in like a Kefak nest that did not have a map or directions. It may have some water for you, but you see on Javi a giant junk cannon that, that was back at your, your hovel for a while. He will... Edros uh, just steps up to him and, and obviously he towers over Javi in terms of, of height and build. Javi is lithe and Edros is uh, kind of got a dad bod at this point, although he it is a chunky hydrated. boy. Yeah, and uh, Edros just kind of looks down at him. He's like, Did you, uh, doesn't even look like you fired it. <laughs> no, he's Javi just kind of like, Yeah, nah, not really my kind of, not really my kind of thing. I just kept it for, uh, you know, just in case. Mm. And he goes like, you know, I remember back when I was adventuring with with my with my own little group, and I had so many weapons. I had like a Vorpal blade at one point, and I had a flame doshko. Uh, oh yeah, like that guy's, like that that dead guy's right there, just like just like that one. And uh, then I got this spear thingy, and it hasn't worked out great. But I never really had much use for that. Uh, why don't you keep it? You should practice with it. Um, it is good to be to have you know multiple ways of attack. You shouldn't just stick to your pea shooter. Is very low level for very for me for at me this anyway. point. I was just honestly using it to shoot Kefax out of <laughs> Wampa Station or whatever. <laughs> Did I uh, Wampa rats? Yeah, or? and I, I was like, "All right, I'll uh, 
I'll do that. I'll, uh, and he just and Hobby just kind of like pats the vest on the shoulder, like, uh, "Sorry for stealing," and uh, thought you were kind of dead. So uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so you're out here looking for uh, an android friend of yours, but I think maybe <laughs> once more, Albion's Twenty One Two, you might recognize the the once famous Edros Vranis. <laughs> is very thirteen there. Yes. Adros runs up and picks up Vary and is like, Andis, is that you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it just shakes her. Did your, did, did your skin color change and do you grow your hair out very Man, long? I know these resets can really change you androids, but uh, this seems ridiculous. I like the hair, though. You look, you look good. Yeah, no, no. Not not amongst these folks here, but you, you can rest along with them and or perhaps trade notes trade some gear I'm, uh, what does El Debonio think of Adras being here yeah your, your former electronic sparring mate I mean I think El Demonio is kind of stoked mm-hmm. because I mean he doesn't bear any sort of like malice towards the actual Dross mm-hmm. so I mean El, El Demonio I mean you know this is someone who's whose exploits are, are at this point legendary because you know the entire the entire system knows about the what this was our dead sons campaign the starfinders yeah the so so saving, i mean saving this the is, day but this is definitely like having a massive celebrity here so he's i mean he's kind of starstruck a little bit <laughs> does he ask for who's, a draw who's the most uh, who has the most hp damage i mean do you think Javier El Demonio, Demonio do, you, do you have like a bunch of HP damage? Oh no, I stuck myself with the thing, so I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm full I'm fully okay. healed. <laughs> okay, you you want to try heal someone up? <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, Dross would have, yeah, Dross would have, you know, looked around for wounds and seeing none. I think, yeah, maybe that would even be like, wow, all those gang members and not a scratch on you guys. You're you seem very capable, so. Uh, I'm sure you don't. Uh, I'm um, I'm going to go continue my quest to find my android friend. And uh, seems like you guys won't be needing any help out of the uh, junkyards here. Yeah, so you, you can spend some time together as the prospector wanders off here. And Kesh will, will ask you as you're, you're getting ready to break camp in front of the Stellar Flare, you know, what? Uh, what is your next steps, everyone? Now that you have the vessel under your control, oh, where do you go from here? If, if no one's got any suggestions, very 13 would say, uh, I, I could sure use a, a crew like you all to, to help me get this salvage off planet, perhaps to a laboratory. But yes, if, if you all are interested, maybe in a few weeks time, maybe a month or so doing another job, I, I would love to to request some more funds for my, my research and, and be able to pay you. Javi will step forward and say, you know, my reason for staying on this rock just died in that ship. So, uh, hey, if you're paying, then uh, I'll help you out. Mm -hmm. So let's close out this mini season with maybe a a little bit of a montage as we hear some upbeat music and see the neon lights of Adventures in Junk. Riddle store being turned on again. Her wounds having healed up. Maybe this is like a week or so later. The front door chime jingling as it's opened and some co-workers come back. Uh, you see some junk tourists 
from from Absalom wandering inside, and she's like, "Yeah, that's right, folks. We're open for business. This junk's good knickknacks over here for sale, one of a kind paperweights made out of recycled junk. Only ten credits. Step right up, and you get a deluxe travel package on sale, two for one week. We we got you're gonna love going out to the mid zone and, and seeing the goblins and the Akashis, and, and definitely no Kefax to kill you." A week or so after that, uh, Jewel, you might be all the way back in, in, in Morrow in your garage, and we see you perhaps doing some study with Very 13 on some of the, the data, some of the tech you've pulled from the Stellar Flare, maybe some engineers, some scientists flitting in and out over the next couple of days with Quindar employee badges on and uh, over your head piston flying around and very comes over and thanks you and it's like I, we, we've done a great deal of work thank you jewel for for helping out uh i don't have any idea if these theories that they presented back then are viable it, it was very eight my my ancestor who was the the real scientist here i'm more of an archaeologist myself but if these data outputs are true it is possible that this could bring a safe reliable cheap energy to the entire galaxy if we're able to un- unlock these secrets well sure thing i'm glad to help and i think that this research is in very good hands here in the quindar industries i'm a big fan of the company that i work for and i think we're gonna find some real good good stuff in here you get an an email maybe a comm unit a fax all at the same time with, over the next hour or so with offers from from Quindar Incorporated HQ like maybe some some different positions wanting to move you off world or some promotion signing bonus kind of things but it is Jewel of a mind that uh, she wants to to move away from home or would she prefer staying on Akaton you know I think she I think she's content kind of with her station in life like being able to have the flexibility to you know, do her own experimentation and electrician work and whatever, work on her drone. Not too much responsibility. You know, there there's a certain uh, freedom that comes with having a sort of low on the totem pole kind of job, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll cut I think from... she'd welcome the funds, but she doesn't right, want right. to move anywhere. <laughs> okay, well, that, that's certainly done. They might want you to set up like larger field offices there, something for them for, for study and and help out in that way. We'll cut this scene to El Demonio back ringside at the Feldspar Sports Arena, chalking up, getting maybe ready for some some workout matches. Uh, Very 13 wasn't doing nothing the entire time you guys were fighting. Uh, she was filming the fights, you know, in case someone found her your guys' corpses. They're famous. <laughs> and indeed, uh, so she's, that- the, she's the jackass photographer that gets to call <laughs> the ambulance when somebody breaks a leg. <laughs> well, she's just making sure that, yeah, the if someone kills you <laughs> or all of you, that uh, there's some footage of it. So some of that footage she she is able to uh, to give to you to to use in promotional materials and yeah, it makes some infosphere rounds and. Once again, you, you find yourself a, a popular ticket draw as, as footage of you smacking into Detrulo and, and some of his gang members and, and taking out Tez. Um, 
yeah, kind of kind of gives you a little another moment in the the spotlight. Gives uh, some heat. That's nice. Not uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You haven't had too many free nights since getting back from the the junk wastes. In this scene, a, a small red-skinned Ecotonian child comes up to you with a data pad and it's like, uh, Mr. Demonio, can I have your autograph? Oh, I sure. And so he obviously gives it to him. Uh, do you feel like El Demonio has has proved himself? And I mean, you wrestled down a giant Kefak, took down a rampaging golem, a ribbon Keshti. No. Uh, is is he not satisfied? No, he's not satisfied at all. I mean, he started uh, this this trek to find this kind of mysterious adversary that he'd been hearing about. So he's going to continue that search. Mm-hmm. Someone that can actually prove a, an equal. Yeah, because I mean, that wasn't Detrulo. De he took him out pretty easy. Well, part part of his thing was, you know, you know, one he had been getting a little stale because, I mean, he had done everything, so he was looking for that that next opponent that he could work with that would, you know, excite people. And so, and he's also not entirely pleased with his performance in some of these fights. Mm-hmm. While the the careful editing was appreciated on his part, he did get taken down quite a bit. So he also knows in terms of just general combat readiness, he still has a lot to, to prepare for. Well, maybe that will perhaps color your opinion as you um you, you get offers to stay and, and just do some very boring wrestling acton wrestling association like a season of matches as as a, a regular performer maybe like a heel for some other larger stars but at the same time you get a a message from very 13 asking if you'd be willing to go back out adventuring again is that is that a hard decision for El Demonio? Uh, no. I mean, he needs any excuse to the reason he was in this sector was he'd heard about, you know, this person. I, I don't have my note with me. I think I called them the Absalom Nightmare. I, I'm not sure. Um, I, was, <laughs> I, was definitely, I was definitely going to make Detrulo that if he <laughs> was much more of an opponent, but you guys took him out first. Yeah, I, 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 I think I called him something else, but... Um, so especially because, you know, he felt even though they didn't really get to have a, a lot of time together, he definitely felt some sort of kinship with Javi. So if Javi's on board, you know, the blue demon, then the green demon's likely going to be there. Well, then we'll, we'll cut out to Javi, perhaps maybe still in, in the waste outside of Kefak Depot. Maybe not too long after you get word that the the goblins took the the true warriors and, and buried them maybe like a small potter's field outside of the the stellar flare do you think that javi would have any interest in in saying goodbye to tez at this this marker oh for sure uh it's like, it's i feel like that's pretty much like a pilgrimage point to him at least yeah go out and see some friends out there it's a a pretty sparse you know marker made from from junk kind of in a a small heap with indeed like 15 20 dead between uh, <laughs> the goblins the akeshtis and, and these true warriors that you guys have killed out here would would javi have any any words to say to her maybe maybe if she could hear you on the other side 
Yeah, I think he would, you know, open up a bottle of whiskey or water, you know, some kind of liquid and just pour it across the ground and and just say, you know, I still owe you for uh, saving my life. And uh, I was really hoping I'd get to repay you for that. I don't, still don't know why you turned on me. And I thought we could take on that, that bastard together. But uh, I guess now I'll never know what your thinking was. But I guess I never knew what you were thinking half the time anyway. So uh, I know you, I know life was not easy for you. And I hope you hope you found your peace. Mm. And now I'm, I'm left here, but uh, I'll try to make most of this life you gave me. There are still a few people out there in your past that wronged you, deserving of a, a bullet. And I think in, in Kill Bill Part 2 style, we, we see back when you were, you were dying in the dirt, another one of those faces over, over you smirking. Will, will Javi be able to, to rest after everyone's been put down, do you think? One of those things he doesn't know. Maybe he, uh, maybe he won't. Maybe he will, but he's he he's gonna get to that point so he can determine the answer for himself. He's not gonna think. He's not gonna worry himself too much trying to think about it. He's just gonna get there, then figure out if it was worth it or not. Yeah, there's a a couple of bullets in your your future that that you're either going to to take take one of them with your name on it or or dish one out and. And maybe that sparks your response to a message you get from El Demonio, another one from Very 13, asking you about going on another ride, another adventure. When you're you're out here over the grave, do you think with your, your headspace like it is, you're you're ready to stick with this group that you had visions of? I mean, you guys almost died like several times. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh maybe is there like a like any like kind of makeshift grave? like marker for Tez or yeah it's just like a pile of of junk the the goblins so kind like, of put together kind of maybe he like kind of rearranges the junk gets out like a maybe like a small welder or whatever and into the into the into the junk kind of he, he welds his old the the old hand cannon that mm-hmm. says and so like what you just see like you just see the barrel and just says Javi along the side and he just kind of welds that in stands up and then opens the date you know opens the commune for like very and uh el demonio and just says you know i'm in and sends sends it off <laughs> throws the phone in the, throws, the junk throws pile the phone, it explodes it he's air. walking away it's just <laughs> <laughs> i didn't catch that a little bit of stack you said in something you're in the you're the in a bomb tunnel. Theme starts playing. <laughs> the the bomb theme continues. You know the the barrel of the gun will zoom in to the camera and zoom out onto Cabaret University, back on Castroville. As hmm. we see the big brain on campus floating the exterior, the outside hallways. While wow, there's a a whole gaggle of students behind you asking for for autographs asking about stories on on Akaton and we see trying to sign up for my my lecture series <laughs> junk and you <laughs> junk 101 right. and uh, yeah you, you bump into professor Mahali here who seems genuinely happy to see you and she says i, I can't believe it a, a little son and a near death experience or two and 
while you've pulled the stick out of your medulla oblongata, Professor Elbians 212. Oh, how wonderful to see you too, Muhani. Oh, yes, it was quite invigorating. A nice sabbatical away from the, uh, from the university was just what the doctor ordered. Oh, my. It was this time last year. I was having to walk on eggshells around you, begging you just to get out of your office and, and do the bare minimum here on, on campus, giving a talk. But, man, now it's like Alindra Vallis who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Kiss me, you crazy fool. She pulls you close and the beeping unit from your comm unit's alarm goes off and oops, that's a call. You gotta run. No, you wake up from this obvious truth. Oh, she <laughs> sorry. Uh, Molly, Molly gotcha. doesn't respect me. <laughs> you got an email coming in from, from very 13, and but as you you go to answer it, you realize you're you're late for a class, you haven't prepared a lesson plan, and you're wearing tiny boxers and nothing else. It's another dream as, ah! you, as you wake up, <laughs> and you are you are clothed back in your office, maybe able to wipe some sweat from your your brow. And indeed, there's a knock at the door. This is not a dream. This is reality. You can pinch yourself. <laughs> and uh, Pro- Professor Mahali kind of pops in and says, "Oh, oh, uh, I was just checking to see if if you had your your paperwork, and uh, I'll need it uh, to get you." Reimburse for your your research grants, Professor. Will I see that paperwork before the end of the week? Oh, uh, let's see. What day is it? Uh, hmm. And I shuffle through some things on my desk. I say, oh, well, yes, I, I think it should be. Uh, no, no, no problem. You'll certainly have it by the end of the month. Hmm. She'll let out a, a deep sigh and says, all right, that's fine. I, I didn't get to, a chance to say it to 21 too, but it is good to have you back. This this place was a, a little too quiet. I realized as soon as he had left. Yes, well, you need the big brain here to stir things up. Hmm? <laughs> and he just sort of ever so slightly purses his lips. <laughs> All right, we'll see. You, we'll see you later, Alvians. <laughs> I've got, I've got uh, a class to teach myself. Goodbye. The you do get an email pop up from your research colleague, very thirteen. And she has an offer to co-author another research paper, perhaps maybe some more travel. And you see some other familiar names on a, a, a this email trail, a CC line of the email. You got the real deal El Demonio at gsmail.com and heavy 387 at hottestmail.com, pistons program at jewelsgarage.com and mixers cocktails at drinksonme.com.gov. I had too much fun making up those email names. <laughs> it's dot biz. Do, do you think Albians would be interested in in once more leaving the confines of? Yes, I, I send academia? I send a uh, uh, I send an email from Alibians at cabaret.edu. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be that right. To J Alibians, his first name is Jerome. Actually, <laughs> it never came up. But. Never came up, but that acknowledges this and explains that he'll have to rearrange his schedule. But what are they going to do? I've got tenure, uh. so uh, he agrees. He will ditch these lame students and go hang out with the cool kids. <laughs> It's the scene from Indiana Jones uh, where he's just sneaking out the, the window and puts his hat. His, it's an Indiana Jones hat on the big brain. 
It's like, do, 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 do. We're just referencing all the movies. Do, do, do. <laughs> and last but not least, Mixer back at your little roadside bar in the Kefak Depot. Uh, Drew, since you've had this adventure and, and helped out your your business neighbor riddle, more tourists have been flowing into the depot now that the gang has, has been bested. And yeah, you've been busier than ever. Uh, just... Ah, uh, what do you have? What do you have? What do you have? Uh, ah, another shot. You want a salt? You want some salt? Salt. <laughs> salt. I'll have a salt on the rocks. <laughs> Just pour a, a bottle of salt in someone's drink. There you go. It is definitely a Sharon, so they take offense at that. And throw it back at you. No salt ah, water for ah, them. No. How ah. dare you? There were grains of salt on the glass. Big grains of salt. <laughs> there were uh, great grains of salt. Uh, after a long night of, of serving, maybe after a whole week of busy tourists, five top, ten top tables, uh, you, you can get home and you know have a nice chemical cocktail yourself. Sleep like the dead. And during this time, indeed, you get these dreams so real. They, are, they seem hard to ignore these blasts of of flashes of memories you see a a massive space vehicle a colossal vessel of some sort racing towards a space station seems like an impossibly large weapon and you, you feel it in your bones that you have to warn everyone for some reason it's your job you're the only one able to get the message out to gra- gather up a, a group to resist this arc of devastation that's that's heading towards the center of the known galaxy but every time you wake up you don't understand why it would be your job to do so why it's your responsibility what what would mixer do with these mixed signals i mean knowing mixer he'd probably just keep them to himself which is back at the bar slinging drinks not conducive to the overall storytelling element of the thing but <laughs> But maybe that will color your opinion when you indeed you get another job offer a few weeks later from from very 13 to meet back up and go to this place, the Absalom station and uh, meet there for to embark on another journey. Do you think Mixer would be up for the call? I think so. I think he's he's served his last drink on Akaton for now. So ready to, mm-hmm. to, to do something else. You take a, a Sheeran driven taxi uh, out of Kefak Depot and to a space station as we see, uh, you know, closed until further notice sign on your small business. And indeed, uh, sometime after your adventure on the Stellar Flare, uh, we see you guys all trickling into uh, an Absalom station watering hole called the, the Hood Bar meeting along with other adventurers from across the verse from starfinders to mining prospectors and terraformers and, and pirates and the five of you can meet up again perhaps first time you've seen one another in in a month or so and very 13 will walk in looking more spick and span than she did uh, as she was adventuring in the wastes her circuits glowing brightly in, in a fresh suit and uh, she'll say you all made it and you all and you all answered the call. Thank thank you all for coming. And well, I told you I'd be here if you asked for, you had a paying job, so uh, I kept my promise. 
Yes, we could not miss it, and I could not take the uh, stymieing humidity of uh, Cabaret. I find it displeasurable at this time. The drinks in this place suck. I'm glad you're finally here. <laughs> How dare you? It's a cannon bar. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's a good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Forget it. it does have every once in a while, I think, a robot bartender. Not great. Not great drinks. I mean, they're perfectly mixed, but they're not. They're they're uh, they're perfectly mixed for profit. <laughs> not taste. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they have a light pour for for certain. <laughs> yeah, they key them down to pour very light. Okay, uh, yeah, she'll she'll continue on and buy you guys a round of drinks and and says, uh, well, research has started on all the tech that we salvaged from the stellar flare, but some of it we we sent to a, a station and. Well, we've we've lost contact with some of the researchers out there. It's a far-off station studying a phenomena known as the Locus, and I was wondering if you all would be willing to take a, a trip out to the edge of the galaxy, make contact, see what's we see what's happening there. Make contact with a station, or make first contact with <laughs> no. Uh, it's it's a, a scientific station. Um, some okay. some colleagues of mine. I specialize I mean, in second contacts. What the heck does that even mean? <laughs> I like talking to people after they've. Uh, <laughs> I need a warm up uh, comedian for <laughs> doing my set. Well, I haven't spent much time off of Bagatom, but I'm excited excited for a new adventure, and I'm sure it'll be fine because scientists are always trustworthy. I'm fine with that. Excellent, excellent. Then, well, I'll, I'll set up the the transport for you all, and we'll, we'll get you a ship and, and and get you off planet. And definitely, this next round's on me, and we'll make sure that you all have have all the 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 weapon and gears that you need. No more wearing junk if if you don't want to <laughs> using junk weapons. Hooray! We'll, we'll get you squared away, everyone, and. Also, we'll level you up to level four before we do that. Hooray! Hey, how how notable. <laughs> I told you we'd level up to level four at some point in this mid-season, but it just it's just at the very end. But I, I am a little worried to send you out there. I, I won't be able to go as my, my studies are going to keep me here. But so long as you five, I guess six with Piston, have one another, I... I know you'll you'll make it through. You have a lot of faith in us for for knowing us for so little, and uh, well, hey, uh, I'm sure we made it out of tougher scraps than hunting down just a few scientists. She will, yeah, maybe play some of the footage that she recorded. She has like a a camera just attached to her Android eye that just shows her point of view, like peeking her head out <laughs> from behind everything she's hid behind in in your fights back on Akaton. And yeah, you, you see guys, you know, Mixer shooting a, a healing serum and, and saving someone's life. Piston and Jewel taking shots. Javi, El Demonio flanking and, and fighting and Elbian's just raining junk from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> just raining it down on everyone. And indeed, the this footage is been montaged uh, and seen because of El Demonio and you guys can watch it relive your your past glory days and at the end of it of course a couple of letters show up on the the screen that say the end 
But also, there's a question mark at the end because is this really? I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yes. <laughs> we have to we leave it. O- we have to leave it open for further seasons so people still invest in the product. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it, and you guys like these characters, but do you like it enough for? A mini season yeah. part two well our our listeners will they'll tell us if they want that for sure uh but that's I gonna talk to them it. individually they said no <laughs> every single one of them every it's, single it was one really weird they were we'll we'll bring them back right away <laughs> we'll bring them back right away yeah, if you, you know, take a picture of uh you, where you have the character art tattooed, all of our characters tattooed on your body. <laughs> we didn't have any character art made for these guys. <laughs> I was about to say, we'll make character <laughs> well, we'll art. We'll get already. it made first. We'll get it made first. And then <laughs> we get to part two, we'll, we'll get character art for these yeah. characters. <laughs> but oh, Rebecca had character art. If anybody yeah, wants that character. Yeah. Okay, fine. You get, you get Rebecca's character tattooed on your body with one of her southern sayings on it, like. I don't know what you're going to Tarnation, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> nanny, y'all. Yeah. Tarnation, I'm an electrician. You get that on there with her art and, and you got yourself another crit. season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting pistoned off. <laughs> no. That, you said that a couple times. I'm about times, to get right? pistoned. <laughs> y'all, y'all are coming up with much better lines than I ever said in this campaign. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh... Uh, yeah, and you know what? Who needs season four? Let's just go ahead and play the next part with these characters. It's just like 10 more episodes, right? If, if this is any indication. I'm just kidding. Uh, guys, thank you for, for playing with me this week. Thank, thank you, Patrick. Thank you. I, it, I mean, it's crazy to think about, but uh, next week is episode 200 of the podcast. That's wild. What the prog? Uh, we're, we're diving back into it diving back into season four and a couple of weeks, maybe a month of celebrations for our fans, for, for you guys and announcing some, some fun partnerships and some things that our, our listeners can win. Uh, we are going to be announcing these on, on Twitter and in the discord and things, but just wanted to say uh, a really heartfelt thank you. If, if, uh, you're okay listening to these 10 mini-sode episodes and then going right into it. Uh, thank you for listening to this, listeners, when these episodes go live. And uh, that's going to do it for Junker's Delight. Woo! Uh, we Woo. will see you, in, see you next week for episode two. Hundo. Two hundo? Yeah, the next season. No, no waiting. Broncos. It's season four coming up. I'm coming, Alindra. I'm so excited. <laughs> we'll see you next time, everybody. Uh, have a great week. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.